And we are back. Feels so good to be back. Welcome, everyone, to the Anime Secrets Declassified Podcast, JoJo's Edition. I am joined by the ever so lively and grass enthusiastic Connor Healy. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? And making a second appearance in a row, gratefully gracing us with his presence, the boss himself, Rizwan. I'm like a rare Pokemon that's signing, I guess. Well, if you're playing Pokemon Let's Go, that's not so rare anymore. I have not played the game yet, but I play Pokemon Go like nobody's business, and they're pretty hard to get. And you know what else is pretty hard to get? A sample of Bucciarati's blood. But thankfully for the villain of this upcoming fight, he was able to find it playing all over the place thanks to Pesci. That's right. We are talking about the baby face fight of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Guys, my, my first word will be oof. My yeah, uh, also be oof. I am going to straight up start this off with a content warning. Uh, folks, Babyface is a pretty infamous stand because it, you know, it is based around uh, sexual assault. It is based around kind of an impregnation. We will discuss this later. Um, it doesn't happen quite the way you think it does. Uh, they don't show anything graphic, but I do want to, you know, if you are bothered or triggered by that at all, uh, we're putting that up there because we're going to discuss this stand. We're not going to be obviously doing any, it, you know, we're not going to li- linger on it because it's it, the creation of what happens in the stand. It's We'll get into it, but again, content yeah. warning, sexual assault impregnation for this episode want to get that out there uh you can skip ahead uh we can edit this with timestamps and post but i just want to get that out there folks because we you know it's it's squeamish or it, i'm very squeamish about that stuff i really don't like it uh it was a little it was pretty uh for me to watch it wasn't uh, again it wasn't graphic but like you know I take this kind of content seriously. It was kind of cringe for me. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're uncomfortable with that, uh, I would encourage you to watch the rest of the episode, but don't be afraid to skip ahead and we'll... If, you, could these, if, you could skip the first eight minutes. Yeah. Skip the first yeah. eight minutes if you don't want to see that stuff. No one's going to blame you. And if you want to skip ahead in this podcast, uh, past that part, you know, we can... We can do something about that as well. We'll, we'll maybe we can get some timestamps. But now we that we now that it. that's now that that's out of the way, let's continue. Babyface, very very creepy stand. Uh, you know, aside, I mean, you have to look at the way it's created. But the fact is that the clone itself is just an extension of it. We haven't had an extension stand since Kira's uh, with Killer Queen and then uh, Sheer Heart Attack as an attack. So, the because I believe the computer was like the actual stand itself. Yeah, the computer then, is the stand. And then Babyface is like the remote extension it got of it. 
And basically, um, let me tell you, that's the... what he needs the blood for. Mm-hmm. He needs Bruno's blood. Uh, what was it again? To be, was it to be able to track him or just to, to be track able... him? Yeah, he needs Bruno's blood to track him. Yep, and it led to one of the funniest storybook children books I have ever seen. It's like, oh, you're learning at such a high pace. Good. These are the people you're after. It's like them and cute things. And this is what I need you to do to them. And it just describing killing the squad. It's like so graphic, but so childish. It was, yeah, it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie to you. So that scene is very akin to what I expect to see if Dinet or one of those other like technological revolutions where machine to fights man things happen. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I that's kind of what I expect to see happening whenever that ever happens over the world in real life. Again something so, like that. Basically what what we're talking about here as far as the so the reason why we have this content warning. The way that this this blood sample clone thing works he needs to find a suitable host, a mother, mm-hmm. to grow this clone out of. So, uh, the, uh, uh, I always forget these guys' names. What's his name? The Melone. Rosie. Yeah, Melone. So Melone, who's a, it doesn't help that Melone is also a gross creep the whole time about this. No, he uh, uh, got way too overtly excited like, when he, he saw the mother host. He his job too much, and he so he finds this lovely but very angry, you know, sort of negative woman. She's like, "Ugh, I don't like this." You know, I'm I'm dissatisfied with you know. She's very high class, rich, snobby. Like, "Ugh, everyone on this train is beneath me." Mm-hmm. And he comes in, and he starts saying, "Oh, you're such a wonderful specimen." And she's like, "Who are you? Get out of here! I'm gonna get security in here." And her getting angry and her hostility is exactly what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what ensues is. Uh, she turns around and she's trapped by the stand and Melone goes on and explains what his stand does in 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 quite a creepy way and then we have a scene cut if i remember mm. correctly we have a scene yeah. cut she's unconscious nothing has happened as far as she can tell she's not you know, her clothes are still on. Uh, we're not exactly sure what happened, but, you know, again, it's well, probably worse in the manga. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite as bad as the Fugo thing, which I kind of wish that I did a content warning for the Fugo thing, because that was worse. Uh, and it was also... Be- but the Fugo thing was... It was also added in and not quite necessary. This is something that's clearly happening. But, you know, again, a lot of people listen to this. The certain people are probably going to react very 
very badly to that kind of thing. Cause it's, it's pretty, it's a tough, it was a tough scene for me to watch. And while I was watching like, Ooh, I hope they cut this soon. I really hope it's not what I think it is. And so eventually, yeah. the, you know, the lady wakes up and we see this weird thing on her shoulder. And it turns into a, a weird little creature. Mm-hmm. And we get Babyface from that. And, yep. and Babyface um, is quite creepy. I almost immediately kills his mother host. Because he got the murderous vibes from her. Which is why Malone was stupidly excited. Because he saw the mother. And he's like, yeah, this is the one that's going to birth this... Humonculus, the stand, this extension with the killer intent I need to take out Bruno okay, and the gang. But did she actually have a killer intent? Because I feel like it, it wasn't killer intent as much as just you you see me and you want to do stuff to me that I'm not going to go into detail on and I'm going to defend myself. It's, well, so murderous intent is a translation of a certain sort of it's i i think the phrase is saki in japanese i'm not sure i'll have to look back but <clears throat> or no i think saki is bloodlust uh but murderous intent it's a it's a very specific translation for like a defense mechanism of hey if that thing is going to try to kill me i'm going to send a vibe to it saying i will let myself die in the course of killing it because that's how i determined i am to make it go away before it makes me go away mm -hmm. and that's what the murderous intent translation is I can see that. Yeah. Okay. And Defensive yeah. hostility might be another uh, more scientific way to propose. Uh, but yeah, I instantly got that vibe from the lady. Yeah. And um, also, yeah. you know, as, as creepy and gross as the babyface stand is, babyface itself does have some pretty good lines like, Mommy, kill... <clears throat> <clears throat> Mommy said I'm I'm nasty and gross and hates me. I love Mommy. <laughs> oh yeah. That was no, please no. <laughs> yeah. I I was yeah. also saying please no to the way Babyface attacks just kind of splits you up into mm -hmm. small small things and you're still alive during all that. It's like it's like you went through a garlic press. Yeah. But, uh, but like, you didn't actually get pe pressed through. You just got very neatly, like, vegetable slice and diced. Mm -hmm. just... And it immediately goes off to hunt the guys down and, you know, almost immediately took out Bruno. Like, man. This is a guy who just went two episodes against two sand users and 
this baby face comes out and immediately bodies him. Yeah, no, he gets he gets he gets yeah. cubed up pretty bad. Oh yeah. It leads us to a Giorno fight, which honestly, it's been what since Man in the Mirror since he fought as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while since we've seen him, and you know, I don't know what I was expecting out of the fight, but I know one thing I got was excitement, because excitement and intensity. Because, whoo, man, like I said in the last episode, they don't have a dedicated healer. You can, Giorno can regrow your parts, like no doubt. You're still going to be hurting. Like, and he was hurting. He lost his ear. He was still grasping that even after he made a new one. So, and the way Babyface just atta- attacked you, like one touch, like your your vegetable press, you're diced, you're done. Yeah. I would argue that if it were be able to be used for good, that Tonio could probably make some wicked, wicked stir fry using that thing. Ah. <laughs> uh. I mean, that's what I'd use a stand like that for. Yeah. Only the cutting part, not any of the other gross stuff. I just want to be able to dice stuff up real nice so I can make a nice stir-fry. Anyway, so yeah. Bro, I uh, think a lot of nice meals with that. This was another one of those, like, nail-biter panic factor parts for me in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it that's was a me very with... intense fight. Yeah, no, that was quite intense. But and honestly, the way the fight ended, it was you know pulling off an old uh, it wasn't through brute strength, it was through cunning, tricked babyface into merging with the motorcycle and then made him glide up. Oh man, that was uh, that was some sick, slick thinking, Giorna. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things, and you know, it leads us to the next episode where we get to the end of the fight. Baby face blows up. Uh, Malone, who? Ah, man, I, I can't imagine being bitten by a snake. I can't imagine being bitten by a snake on the tongue. Oh yeah, and that'll that'll kill you pretty quick. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I I you know I always love the brick snakes. <laughs> Right. I I, re- I snakes are one of my favorite creatures. Mm-hmm. My cousin had a big, awesome boa constrictor that lived a nice full life, uh, and um, you know I really like that. I keep seeing Giorno be like, "Oh, well, I found a brick or a rock, and I turned it into a snake." <laughs> right? It's like, when did you do that? How did you know where to find the person? And, like, I, I think I'm still questioning that. Like, how did he manage to find Malone? Like, you know, I I know he probably deduced it that they must have seen the train, but, like, keeping the snake long enough on there? You know, it might have been, like, because, you know, snakes are real good at hunting and have an incredible sense, uh, you know, their taste is their sense of smell and then, you know. Snakes are pretty good at tracking stuff when they want to. 
mm-hmm. certain snakes are. And so I, I'm sure that like he probably just had a really good, really predatory snake. Right. And you know that ends the baby face portion yep. of it, which in itself was pretty good. Uh, definitely some uh, some content that's not for everyone at the beginning yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but we get the we get to what's probably my favorite fight in this show so far. Oh yeah, the white album fight. Oh yes, white album. Ooh, that was is a fun fight. Very good. One of and... my favorite albums. One of my favorite fights with one of my favorite, if not my absolute favorite thus far, assassin, uh, Giaccio. Oh yeah, and uh, someone mentioned it to me like I whenever he was talking and he got angry for the first time, just like at the most random thing, I'm like, this guy's angry yells sound very familiar to me. And, and what do you put, know? Voiced by the same guy who voices Bakugo in My Hero Academia. Yep. And I'm like, yep. they, oh, they, really? nailed, they nailed the perfect VA for this guy. Yeah. I didn't notice the, that. The whole time, uh, I was just, come on, come on, just give me at least one Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, just this like I knew something was up because I'm like, why is it foggy all of a sudden? And everything is just starting to freeze, and man, you know, we've seen an ice stand before with uh pet shop just throwing icicles around like it was nothing. Yeah. The way this dude was just controlling the temperature. Whoo. As someone who's still going through winter in my part of uh, the world, winter can go heck off already. Just like, I'm glad it never gets cold enough to where if I put my fingers on glass and I try to pull it off, they rip off me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, as some folks know, I'm from Washington and I'm north of Seattle, so... I got two feet of snow during the whole big snowpocalypse thing that people were seeing on the news. Which, two feet is a lot of snow for anywhere in general. I mean, obviously not in, like, upstate New York or Michigan or wherever. Yeah. But, But like, over here, where we're used to just, like, a lot of rain and stuff, and we don't usually see snow but once a year, two feet's the most we've seen in a decade. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> thanks everybody it was really funny because that came out during the snowstorm and everyone was saying white album go away Giaccio, leave us alone please leave washington <laughs> indeed and giorno up to this point has had a lot of smart ideas brick snakes uh you know fusing uh part of a motorcycle engine into something else. But what galaxy brain move, what galaxy brain moment did he have to think, wait, this person who manipulates ice, I know, let me go into the water real quick. Why water of all the things? Is he going to get frozen down there? I remember my first reaction. Yeah. Like, why and then in the next episode uh which is the complete like the entirety of the fight giorno goes oh no driving into the canal wasn't the smartest idea 
You don't See, say, Giordo. You don't say. You don't say. Boy, I say, boy, you probably should have done something different. And it was at this moment that Giorno realized he done effed up. Little bit. And again, we get uh, the two-on-one fight between our main character, Giorno, and resident punching bag, Mista. And, oh man, just the creativity of it, where there's not much life that can survive in very freezing cold except tundra grass, which is why Giorno was basically incapacitated. He's like, I can't really create anything right now because everything dies in this weather. And then Mista's like, I got this, and a freaking snowboard out of the frozen grass. Genius. Genius, genius. And we also see that Giacchio's stand has, while it's powerful, it has a small range. Like, because in order to kind of, well, not small range, but he has very good command of it, and to stop Missa, he unfreezes the canal. And so, again, it became another back and forward, like, Counter, counterpunch, uppercut, block. And so just kind of that whole escape, you know, Giorno frozen in the car, Vista trying to get out there, and you see Giacchio, it's like, I can't fight two people at once. I got to concentrate on one, and if they split up, what do I do? And, oh, yeah, we also forgot to mention uh, from the previous episode, uh, they're driving to Venice to pick up a disc. It was shown to them uh, through Moody Blues. The uh, gentleman who handed over Trish kind of gave him that last message saying, hey, pick up this disc. It'll show you where Trish has to go. So that's why they're racing towards the statue. Uh, they got to pick up that disc, and that's what Giacchio is going for because it's not so much that he cares about Trish at this point. It's he knows where that, where that disc leads them is where the boss is at because the squad is still allowed to kill the boss. Yep, and they're still out for blood for uh, what happened to Gelato and uh, whatever the other guy's name was. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they got really good commitment to their goals. I like it. Yes, they do. And, who man. That, that sequence between Mista and Giacchio on land. That is some of the craziest animation I have seen. A friend showed me what the manga panel of that looked like, and I'm like, Araki, you are a freaking psychopath. Like, how do you come up with that? How? I don't is know. It, no, is it is it at this part? It's not at this part where uh, he does uh, gently weeps, is it? Uh, yeah, no, the, we're go- going to that part because okay. beforehand they're like trying to get into Giacchio's suit because they discover, oh, mm-hmm. there's a flaw in there. The issue is how absolute zero means absolute zero. Movement stops. Yeah. And so when they go up there and miss it, like he's he sees the one weakness there is to it, the breathing hole. 
and gently weeps, aka while my guitar gently weeps. Yes. Uh, while my guitar gently weeps. Great song, by the way. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, they got uh, uh, Eric Clapton's R. R. guitar on that. Hmm. Yeah. Beatles trivia aside. Gently weeps, just deflecting the bullets back to Mista. And Mista still being a madman, like, shooting at it. Whoo, man. What'd you guys think about that animation? It was... So, yeah, I like that a lot. That was wild. I love this this whole episode. Ever, I was really excited for it, because Gyacho is my his favorite... Uh, design of the assassins so far and uh this whole part was crazy oh yeah uh, the uh the it was the bullet deflection right mm-hmm just yeah. like deflecting it back towards him and Chiakia is thinking like you keep trying to aim for it and you're not gonna get it like what are you doing and then you find out Mister was letting himself get shot so that he could blind the vi- kind of the vision of Giacchio so Giorno can get up on land and finish the yep. job off. And uh, up, up until this point, Giorno is, you know, he's born from the seed of Jonathan and Dio. He's been more Jonathan up until this point. We saw that Dio ruthlessness in in the end here, that exposed pole, and then him just mudaing Giacchio's neck right through it. Muda, 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 muda. Yeah. No, it was... We, you see the Dio in him right there, and I'm like, yeah, no, not, that, that's Dio's no, son no, right there. There's, yep. There's the Dio! Just some hardcore... It only took 19 episodes to find it. Yeah. Yep. And just that, oh man! Like I said, if you are squeamish, this part has probably not been very comfortable for you because there have been some pretty, gru- uh, pretty brutal deaths. Oh yeah! On uh, at the end of the episode, I I don't think I've ever laughed harder uh, when Giorno's healing uh, Mista and Arantia's out looking for that. Just oh, that yeah. little cutaway gag. It's like, no, stop, stop, you're too hard. And Giorno's head bobbing back and forth. They're like, Narati, do you see anything? Narati, I don't see anything. And then it cuts. <laughs> Wake up in the... Every time I close Every time my eyes. Every time I close my eyes. Wake up, Wake up so horny. I died. I'm like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Freaking Mista's all I need. Oh, it was... That was, that was great. I think that, that one part made the entire episode worth... It, it took the episode from like a 9 to a 15 out of 10. Just... Yeah. Oh. Alright, so... If my math is right... We have gone through all of the squadra except the leader of it. And we're mm-hmm. about to meet the boss here in the next episode. 
Also, as of this episode, we are halfway through the series. Things are going to ramp up from here considerably. Oh, yeah. Yep, I believe it's 39 episodes, so we're essentially at the halfway mark now. Oh, wow. Yeah, we are. Okay. Uh, Final thoughts on Babyface and White Album fight, guys. Babyface, no. White Album, cool. I see what you did there. Yeah. Connor? Uh, I'm in the White Album camp myself. Yeah. Because again, Mm -hmm. favorite, uh, favorite assassin design. Mm -hmm. Um, stuff with ice is cool. Um, I hate both of you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, let's see. Oh, also, also, uh, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Beatles songs. Oh, yeah. Definitely overall, awesome fight with White Album. Babyface was more towards the body horror, creepy side of JoJo. Mm-hmm. White Album was more towards the tactics uh, yeah. fights of it. So it was nice to kind of have nice pa- a nice kind of blend of the two because the way they went between the episodes was pretty seamless. I mean, overall, we're, we're at the halfway point. We're about to meet the boss next episode. And we're about to see the main stand itself coming out soon with King Crimson. Which I've been told just just works and not to question it. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah. All right. But until that time comes, thank you everyone so much for joining us. As always, it's been a blast. And as always, say goodbye to everyone. Bye, everyone. Stay cool.